BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, John Cobell Show on demand, and you could listen to what you missed. Uh, we're going to talk with Don Wagner about the state of the Orange County Animal Shelter. We got a bad report from uh, an Orange County uh, area uh, state senator, Janet Wynn last week and ultimately the shelter uh is uh, everybody has to report to the orange county supervisor board i want to add something to the alaska flight story with the with the door plug that blew out after liftoff in portland and these people were headed to ontario when the uh national transportation safety board investigators uh, went to get the black black box and the cockpit voice recorder they found there was no audio. You know why? The recording goes two hours, and after two hours, it starts to uh, to tape over itself or record over itself. They only have two hours of recording time in the black box of this Max 9 Boeing 737 plane. Now, you have more recording time on your iPhone. How could you have a real jet with only two hours of recording time? That doesn't seem possible. That's what they're claiming. So they don't have any voice recording of whatever the pilot was saying along with the control tower. Now, I guess the control tower might have a recording of some of that. But I, I looked at this and it's like, how could it says the cockpit voice recorder or black box was erased because it records over itself. That doesn't that doesn't sound possible. Well, Alex Stone's going to be on for ABC News after 3 o'clock with more, and uh, maybe he'll have more information. I want to get to Don Wagner now. Don Wagner, as uh, Orange County Supervisor, he's been on with us many times. And uh, Janet Wynn, who's a uh, state senator uh, from the area, 
Uh, he wrote, she wrote a piece in the Orange County Register that the Orange County Animal Shelter is an absolute disaster. Uh, they spent $35 million on this place. They've got 137 employees and a $26 million budget. And yet she said, and she provided us with photos of, of uh, dogs and cats with terrible injuries that were untreated. Uh, one kitten had half a leg missing, blood gushing from the wound of another dog. Uh, skin ripped off the leg of a poodle, and that these dogs and cats would lay there for days, and uh, there's no veterinarian, uh, there's no treatment, and that most of the time the animal shelter is closed, and it's very difficult to adopt a dog. The pens are coated in feces and urine. The dogs are all anxious and crazy, and ultimately it's like, well, who's in charge? And obviously there's uh, layers of... Uh, uh, bureaucrats and various agencies, and we'll get to that. But let's go to the top. Let's go to Don Wagner, one of the Orange County supervisors. Don, how are you? I'm good, John. Good to be back with you on a on a tough subject, but uh, good to have an opportunity to hopefully clear the air a little bit. Well, is Janet Wynn uh, uh, is Janet Wynn's uh, account accurate? Not at all. I am quite disappointed in my friend, the senator, who didn't reach out to me. She didn't reach out to anyone on the board, to my knowledge. And more importantly, she didn't reach out to the professionals at the Orange County Animal Care Center to determine whether there was truth or, or not in the accusations being made by a number of, of activists. The truth is the shelter is not perfect. By no means would anybody say that it is. But the situations she described are, to my mind, significant overstatements. We do have vets on service at on call at the animal shelter. We spend a lot of that money, that $26 million, is spent making sure that the animals have uh, the care they need. We're not an animal hospital. We do triage for animals that come to us, and they can come to us in horrific conditions sometimes. Um, there were lawsuits that uh, she talked about a lawsuit. It's important to know the lawsuit was dismissed in favor of the Orange County Animal Care in its entirety. So while no one claims that it is perfect, I, I will tell you there is an election coming up. And I think my friend Senator uh, Wynn uh, overstated the situation in the Orange County Animal What's Care. What's the context of the photos that she sent us? The, the well. You know, again, there's a, there's yeah, a cat I missing a leg. Her. There's a, a dog with a gaping wound, and I think he eventually died. And you could see this pool of blood left in his animal mm -hmm. cage. And another had the you know the skin ripped off. Uh, and I mean, how did they get these injuries? They came in that way. I I don't have those photos in front of me, and so I can't speak to any in particular. I don't believe Senator Wynn asked for the context of any of them in particular. But the truth is, yes, some of them do come to us in very, very terrible situations. They come to us, um, hopefully not very often from abuse, but that happens out there. Animals that are hit by cars or, you know, cats especially, um, sometimes they'll escape the coyote. I do think that that happens. Those come to us and we are left to deal with them. I don't know the provenance of any one of those pictures. I will assure you, if you go through the Orange County Animal Care 
uh, shelter, you will not see pets in those conditions. We saved, I, the numbers I was given just today, over 9,000 dogs last year alone. And so, again, without saying everything's perfect there, and we're making changes to it, but the the story and the photos are not entirely well. Accurate, she said the pens are mind, covered with what I've seen with urine and feces. Uh, are are they not? I mean, is this a, is they this... are not? They they absolutely are not. The pens are deep cleaned each pen once a day, spot cleaned throughout the day as as they see particular issues. But the truth of the matter is, from my understanding, and I've been through there, the that the the charge is just false. Well, you, so you're saying she came on the air with us and she wrote this piece for the Orange County Register, yeah. and a lot of this is made up. It's fictional. It's in I, her imagination. It's not. No, no, no. I would not say that it is in her imagination. I will say that there are a number of activists out there who have different views as to how to run the shelter and the circumstances in the shelter. The truth is somewhere in the middle. I am not accusing her of making it up. I believe she has absolutely gotten reports and gotten pictures. What I don't believe is that those reports and those pictures are representative of the way the Orange County Animal Care Agency runs that shelter. And our look, our save rate at there, now she talked about a euthanasia rate, and I think her numbers were, I know her numbers were wrong. In the industry, it's save rate. The save rate in Orange County is well over 90%. Surrounding communities, it's in the 80s. We are doing a better job than some of our surrounding communities. I will not say, though, that the shelter has never had a dog, like you might see in those pictures, come to us. And I won't say that Janet, Senator Wynn is making things up. I absolutely do not believe that she is. I do believe that she would have been better served by getting those reports, contacting us, and actually having the opportunity to investigate herself. The shelter has offered to all of our state legislative delegation because these claims have been out there for a while. You've, you've seen and this Orange County, uh, Orange County Grand Jury did a report on Correct. it, and I read part of it, and um, they talk about a low staff morale, a lot of vacant positions. The hiring processes are burdensome. Um, the kennel attendants are understaffed. The manual is out of date. Uh, programs that they started during COVID has yet, they have yet to be restarted. And euthanasia, um, I guess, is uh, the, the, the evaluation procedures for dogs mm -hmm. undergoing possible euthanasia are without written guidelines, policies, or procedures. And, uh, I mean, it, it looks, it's not, a, it's not a positive report that the grand jury gave. Correct. And, and our responses are public as well. And we found significant concerns. I personally found significant concerns with the grand jury report. They came at this, John, and I will tell you this, and I would testify to this in front of that grand jury. They came at this with a agenda. And I know that because there are correspondence between me and the 
foreman of the grand jury where they were asking us to waive the attorney-client privilege so that they could send all of our materials to the attorney they had already contacted who, before seeing any of those materials, had a conclusion right. that was Don, different than the professor. So, I got to go in a minute, so but I, I, I just have one, one more question. Don, 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 you raised the grand jury. And so I'm saying our responses are, are there in public. But I am also telling you that we are in Orange County addressing very seriously the concerns that have been raised by the activists that Senator Wynn is channeling. And we, where they are accurate, are making uh, improvements. We've now got the shelter open for walkthroughs in the afternoons five days a week. They'd always been open, but we were doing uh, an appointment because that, to be honest with you, is better for the animals, it's better for the volunteers, and it's better for the public because the animals aren't as stressed. If you don't have just people running through there constantly, there's less biting. And then they're more, then they're better able to be adopted. But we are working with the public to open up. Don, I appreciate you coming on. I'm just, I'm just out of time. Thank you for coming on. And we're going to keep on top of this to find out exactly what's going on in there. Call me again. All right. Don Wagner, Orange County Supervisor. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. After 3 o'clock, we're going to have Alex Stone from ABC News on to give us uh, more information on uh, that Alaska airplane. Uh, it, uh, they're calling it a door plug. It was, um, it was part of the fuselage uh, on, on the plane, left side of the plane, where you could have a security door. Uh, but Alaska, it was optional. Alaska did not have a door installed there because... They had fewer passengers and they weren't required to have one. They didn't need it. So they, it comes off the factory with an opening. They plugged that hole uh, at, at Boeing. And uh, that's it's very common. Nothing unusual there. It's just different airlines have different configurations. They didn't need an exit door there. So they put in a plug, uh, like, a, like a fake door, I guess. And uh, that should have held. And it didn't as the plane took off. The pressurization blew out. And... Uh, there's there's more and more strange details coming. Apparently, pressurization lights were lighting up uh, several times, and it concerned Alaska Air enough that they said, "Okay, we're not going to fly this over the water. We're not going to go overseas with this plane. It just come off. It just got certified in November. Uh, you know, just in case there's trouble, we want to make sure the place the plane has somewhere to land. Can't do that over the water, which is really bizarre. If you're that worried, wouldn't you just ground the thing?" Now it turns out United, which has similar planes in its fleet, these are the Max 8s or the Max 9s, the larger version of the Max 8. Um, they're finding a lot of loose bolts and nuts and things al- along the door or the, you know, the fake door plug. Uh, and then the, the, the cockpit recorder is, is blank because after two hours, it records over itself and nobody got to the recorder in time. Well, how could you have only two hours of recording time on a cockpit recorder when it seems you have unlimited recording time on every other digital product that's out there in the world? So I don't, I don't, I don't get any of this. And it's a brand new plane, all right? It's a 2023 model. All right, we'll get to that. This is a scary story. Um, you know, there's private security guards everywhere now. Lots of neighborhoods uh, pay for private security. Um, each homeowner throws in some money. 
Uh, some neighborhoods have multiple security companies because different homeowners pick different companies. Well, they uh, on, on New Year's Eve, an 88-year-old woman was shot and ended up in the hospital. She was shot by the armed private security guard that was trying to respond to a what he thought was a burglary situation. The guard's name is Kion Siego. They finally arrested him on Sunday. Suspicion of negligent discharge of a firearm. Um, so far, they're not fire, filing charges. It appears to be an act. Well, not an accident, but he really thought his life was in danger because he responded um, to the alarm and the he saw the 88-year-old woman through the window, but he didn't know who it was. She was holding a silver object. He thought it was a gun. He thought the lady was a burglar, an armed burglar. So he fired a bullet at her, shot through the window, and hit her in the torso. According to his attorney, he didn't have uh, Jacqueline uh, Sparagna. He didn't have a clear view. It was definitely dark. He thought it was a burglar and that the other person had a gun. He's got no criminal record. He's worked in security for more than a decade. And he ran to his car and called for backup. So his attorney said, total accident. But you you can't, um, I, I, and I haven't seen any details as to, I, I guess it was her house where the, where the alarm went off. Happened at 8.30 at night on New Year's Eve. I mean, well, on New Year's Eve, who knows how many calls they get and how many weird uh, people are wandering around and weird noises. The part that cracked me up, though, is they, they talked to the neighbors and nobody seemed upset that the old lady took the bullet. In fact, a few neighbors said they would continue to pay for private security. I think that the fact that the area's patrol makes it a little better. We constantly hear about burglaries. So it's like, hey, oh, well, you know, <laughs> you, sad. you win some, you lose some. <laughs> we like having private security. All right. So they winged, uh, they winged the old lady. Um, I, I guess it's clear he didn't mean to do it intentionally, but that's, you know, uh, it, these things happen occasionally where a, an officer or a security guard sees somebody holding something and in that moment they panic because they don't know if a gun's pointed at them. All right. You want to do the tongue bath? I'd love to After, do it. You, you'd love to do it? <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> no, I, 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 that didn't sound, I, yeah. I know you were talking to Eric and it just kind of came out of my mouth. So. Talking to me? I don't want a tongue bath. Not for me, neither you. Okay. Well, somebody's uh, somebody got a tongue bath and it would be uh, Kamala Harris and her husband. Uh, they got a massive two-day tongue bath from the Los Angeles Times. It is, it, it, I, I could go on for an hour. We could all sit in the tub together for an hour. Uh, wait till you hear this. Uh, when we come back, I, it's been on the top of their website, the front page, and it's the most extensive uh, pleasure session you'll ever read or hear. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're listening to John Cobalt On Demand. From KFI AM 640. I'm going to lick you. We have Gavin Newsom, who's doing a great job. We have Eric Garcetti, Gilbert Solis, Kevin DeLeon, Wendy Creo, because it is a team effort. Governor Cuomo has become a national leader, garnering the nickname America's Governor. And a very, very special thank you to our governor, no other than Gavin Newsom, because it is this partnership with Joe Biden that makes us come to reality. You spoke to National Guard troops today in a stirring speech that if I wasn't listening carefully, I thought you would sending soldiers off to war. How many licks does it take? I'm going to get to Jimmy Gomez in a second. A good question. Let's find out. Hey, you. Yeah, you. It's time for your tongue bath. Rub-a-dub-dub. So far, so good, Deborah. You wanted this, so... I did. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> A little wet, but... <laughs> uh, the Los Angeles Times. God, how far it's fallen. It, really, it um, used to be one of the premier newspapers in the country, and now it is just such an embarrassment. Uh, they have an article by Courtney Surmamanian. And uh, Courtney was assigned to uh, tail uh, Kamala Harris and her and her husband Douglas Emhoff for a number of days 
and and write everything down. This is this is like one of these um, fan magazine profiles. What did they eat? Who did they hang out with? How do they dress? Where do they travel? It, it is so embarrassing, considering uh, the, the state of the Biden administration. No mention about uh, the good work she did as the borders are. Like, that's that's nowhere in this story. Uh, this, this, you don't read this kiss-ass kind of stuff in People magazine, even. Uh, so Courtney Supramanian writes... She starts writing about the uh, the traffic jam that Kamala Harris creates every time she lands. And she had come to town in mid-October to celebrate the, the marriage of Emhoff's uh, 29-year-old son, Cole, to his longtime girlfriend, Greenlee. Greenlee and Cole. Like, nobody has a normal name anymore. That sounds like a law firm name. <laughs> Greenlee and Cole. Uh, two days after the wedding... The pair, we're, we're, we're talking about Kamala Harris and Douglas Emhoff, was snacking on guacamole, salsa, and chips in a dimly lighted vinyl booth upstairs at one of their favorite Mexican haunts, El Cholo in Santa Monica. That, that, that's it. That's the story. Is that they sat down and had some Mexican food. And Emhoff tells the Times... This is the first joint interview that they've given anyone since she took office. It's just really an amazing thing for this town to have a vice president based here. It's intense. I'm from this area and I'm like, wow, this is incredible for our neighborhood. <laughs> this guy is an attorney in his 50s and he sounds like he's 14 years old. It's intense. I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. Well, I don't live far from her. Maybe a half mile or so. It's no fun when she comes to town because she has a big motorcade and they shut down Sunset Boulevard and you can't go anywhere and it creates a lot of traffic. President Harris. That, that's, yeah, that's the only intense thing apart is that the normal, normal people can't carry on with their day because these two have landed here. For Harris, the impulse to escape Washington, where she faces Republican scorn and criticism with her own part within her own party, yeah, because she stinks at her job. She's the worst vice president since Dan Quayle, <laughs> and they'd be neck and neck for the uh, championship. Listen to this: Harris's trips home to L.A. are often camouflaged with an event to celebrate a local small business or raise awareness about one of her policy focuses. Policy focus. She doesn't do anything. So, so she comes home, but she wants to pretend she's not really coming home. So they have some BS photo op news event. Uh, but the Brentwood home has become a sanctuary for one of the world's most visible figures. The four-bedroom, 3,500-square-foot house is off-limits to reporters. Uh, and said one former advisor to Harris, Brian Brokaw, ask anybody who's ever worked in D.C. or in Congress or the Senate or at the White House. The trip from California, it's not easy. It doesn't matter if you're on Air Force Two or on a United flight. Oh, I do think it does matter. Yeah, wait, hold yeah. on. <laughs> 
They got the amenities of Air Force Two, and I'm stuck in 35B going to New York. How'd you like to be on the Alaskan air flight when the door plug blows out? No, thank you. I don't think that happens on Air Force Two. They're surrounded by people who do the the, the whole the kiss ass thing. Oh, it's not easy. Yeah. All right. Can I have a ride on Air Force Two for a week? See how terrible that is? Good Lord. When she's home, she wants to enjoy the comfort and to the extent that she sees a very small and tight circle. Who the hell would want to sit listen to her talk all day? Oh, my God. True, true international. Uh, now, you remember our, our fake senator, LaFonza Butler, uh, who's actually from Maryland. But she used to be an advisor to, uh, I bet she has 100 people on the street. Who's our, uh, who's our senator? Who's the new senator? 100 would have no idea. LaFonza Butler. Well, this is one of the all-time great tri- trivia questions. But they interviewed her. And Butler said, at the end of the day, home is home. The mattress that hugs just right is a different kind of rest. The community that embraced you and trusted you to serve them as the first black woman as attorney general, then as a U.S. senator, and then as their vice president, that's meaningful. But she's no good. She stinks at it. Why does her skin color matter? Uh, visits home center on one of Harris's most sacred traditions, Sunday family dinner. Harris begins planning the meal midweek, staging a choreographed spread in which everyone has a role. This is a family sitting down for Sunday dinner. That's all it is. Emhoff is in charge of cocktails. His son, Cole, curates the music playlist. They cure, they don't just play some music. They curate the music playlist. In other words, he turns on his Spotify. And his daughter, Ella, is tasked with making her signature guacamole. Not just guacamole, but signature guacamole. Mm. Cole's new wife, this, uh, this Greenlee, takes on responsibility for dessert. Um, while the couple hosts a regular rotation of foreign dignitaries, lawmakers, reporters, and administration officials in Washington, Sunday dinner is strictly a private affair for Harris, who has the same core of friends for decades. And they, they, they then get into the details on how they clean the dishes at the end of dinner. They use, um, the group cleans up while cooking. They call their method Uncle Freddy, a shorthand for the process she picked up from her Uncle Freddy in his tiny kitchen. Because he didn't have much space, he would clean any utensil as soon as he finished using it. This is, this, but this is the point, of, this is like the third page of the story. That's just called pre-bussing. Yeah. It, Anybody <laughs> who cooks does that. <laughs> so... By the third page, we're finding out the order that they clean their utensils and plates. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, part two of this, which we will not get into, but it came out today. 14 of Kamala Harris and Doug Emhoff's beloved L.A. spots. And it's a list of all the places they like to eat at. With pictures from most of the places. Have you been to any of them? I have. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, in the same neighborhood there. Um, include, and the headline says, 14 of their favorite ally spots, including, yes, Zankou Chicken. Why is that significant? <laughs> Zanku Chicken? Zanku? Yeah. Z-A-N-K-O-U? Pretty well, good. Pretty good spot. It's good chicken? Yeah. Why does it get in the headline? That's a good question. 
I didn't know it was headline worthy, but yeah, it's it, pretty it's good. A, it's like, oh, including, yes, Zanku chicken. I'm thinking, hmm, what is it? Because it's not expensive. It's one of those inexpensive. Oh, it's cheap chicken? I don't know if it's cheap chicken, but it's it's not one of your hoity-toity West Side restaurants that oh, you go yeah. to. It's like a Mediterranean El Pollo Loco. <laughs> I'd never heard of it. You two are up on uh, on chicken joints. All right, more coming up. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, one till four after four o'clock. John Cobalt show on demand on the iHeart app. After three o'clock, this uh, Alaskan air story is really wild. Not only the door plug goes flying off and... Uh, there's a large sucking sound inside the plane as after they lifted off from Portland, headed for Ontario. But now we're finding out that um, the pressure light and, and, the, and the door plug flying off had something to do with the air pressure. The pressure light had been going on several times in recent weeks. The plane is new. It was just approved, certified in, in November. And uh, they, they, they didn't fix it. But they did decide to restrict the uh, flights of this particular plane to uh, uh, only domestic, nothing over an ocean, nothing over water, because there were they they never fixed anything, but they just didn't want it to end up in a place where they couldn't turn back quickly enough to have an emergency landing. I it's really curious stuff. Oh, and the voice, uh, the cockpit voice recorder, uh, nothing on it. It recorded over itself. It only has two hours of space. You believe that? Two hours of space. And I guess it was a couple hours before they got to the cockpit recorder to retrieve it, and they found it was blank. And now United Airlines is finding all sorts of loose nuts and bolts in their uh, uh, Max, Max 9 737 planes. This is all from Boeing. So there's a bad story there somewhere. We'll get to that. Also, um, Every hour or two, there's more disgusting details coming up uh, in the Epstein case involving Trump and um, Clint, Bill Clinton, along with details about specific sex acts that Trump and, and Clinton were involved with with the girls. Because apparently one of the girls gave a long, detailed story to attorneys. She has since retracted the story it's 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 not that she's claiming it didn't happen the way I read it. It's just that she doesn't ever want to talk about it because she'll probably die. You know, she saw what happened. So we'll get to that weird story. But there there is, the, you know, it, it was the it's so detailed that, you know, it has to be true is all I'm saying. A lot of this stuff has to be true. And finally, the lid was blown off uh, what really went on. And everybody can stop playing pretend. But uh, Trump is front and center. Not that I think it's going to matter, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after three. Uh, they're rebelling against the Oakland mayor. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Oakland has had some of the worst mayors imaginable. I mean, they, I swear, it would. Oakland mayors make Garcetti and Bass look like Mount Rushmore candidates. Uh, the, the place is a complete disaster area. The mayor's name is Sheng Thao, and uh, a notice of recall was sent by mail to Sheng Thao uh, by the retired Alameda County Superior Court Judge Brenda Harbin Forte. That's a hyphenate there. Harbin Dash Forte. 
And she wrote, there have been too many lives that have been lost, too many cars stolen, too many people have been robbed, coming from a bank, followed home, too many businesses have closed. This mayor has blood on her hands. You lack the competency, credibility, judgment, and ability to lead what was once a great American city. She said that uh, Thou systematically dismantled the Oakland Police Department. Businesses were not leaving Oakland at the pace at this pace before she came into office. We can't pretend there's no correlation between her decisions and what is happening with the city now. The roads are horrible. The streets are so flighty and dirty, said another resident. I think the mayor is incompetent. She has to go. Uh, one city councilman says he's surprised by the recall because it's going to create more divisions in City Hall. What a wiener. His name is Noel Gallo. People are frustrated. They're disappointed. They want immediate action to bring Oakland back to the level where it used to be. What? Why is it? See, you may be saying, why is it so hard? She's not incompetent. This is what progressives want to do. You're going to see if it's not stopped. Their mission, their mission, this is what they got in the indoctrination school, is to destroy the American way of life. Destroy capitalism. Destroy our sense of safety and security. Right? By destroying the police department, the prison system. The school system, this they're doing it on purpose, and it's working. They've destroyed San Francisco. They've destroyed Oakland. L.A. is halfway gone. I don't know what everybody's waiting for. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's real. They really believe that America is evil, and we have to we have to destroy it from the inside out. If you don't think I'm telling you the truth, just wait and see what happens. We told you this five, ten years ago. All right, more coming up. Uh, we're going to have Alex Stone on to explain what's going on with these uh, with Alaska Air and the Boeing Max 9 737 airplane and what United has found. Uh, it's 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 quite a story that's developing. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are the old world, picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.